Hey guys, this is Watching People Cook, Master Chef, Season 10, Episodes 14 and 15. I'm Pepper Proxy. And I'm David. Hi, David. And um, I have an analogy for this series. Analogy? Of epi- uh-huh, for this series of episodes. Okay, what is it? It's uh, divorce because <laughs> it's sweet week. Yeah. And it's like, mom loved to do bake sales. And mom left and dad decides he still wants to do bake sales, but he's not nearly as good as mom at the bake sales. And the spirit of it is gone because Christina Tozzi is not here. And they continue to go on with Sweet Week. Yeah, it's sad. Instead of Christina Tozzi, well, in the second episode, not the first one, but um, the woman who owns um, Sprinkles Cupcake is there instead of Christina. And she's not a, she's... You mean fake mom? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Replacement mom? mom? Or stepmom. I'm not sure what we call her, but... Mom that doesn't have a cupcake dress? True. <laughs> so they made cakes in the first episode. Yeah. So um, we have um, first, it's called Let Them Eat Cake is the first one. And we hear um, some slightly offensive things from Renee and Fred. Um, I won't go into it, but one of them has to do with like, Overweight children, which I don't really like. I don't like no. that or that stuff. It, it, I don't like it. It's not funny at all. You know what? How he's how Fred is not like Howie Mandel. Yeah, he's not funny. <laughs> it's true. I still love Fred though. Um, and then we kind of hear a little bit about Noah and Renee's cake memories. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the thing that I was really happy to hear was that um, there's only one immunity and somebody's going home. I know. <laughs> two, two episodes where someone went home. And at the end of this episode, or series of episodes, we will be at 10. 10 for... What season is this, by the way? <laughs> oh, they only said it like 12 times. Season 10. Um, did you, you were doing the, um, like the symbol for at the end, at the second one we watched where you put your arms across your chest, like kind of like, um, what was that awesome movie with the, um, superhero, um, Wakanda forever. Oh yeah. That symbol. Well, they're, they're, um, it's Black Panther and they're, yeah. the contestants start crossing their arms and do an X to symbolize season 10. But I felt it, I felt like it was more like, um, D-Generation X from the WWE. You did. Back in the day when it was the WWF. And, um, what's the sad thing? I looked it up earlier today. The sad thing is more than half of the members of D-Generation X have died um, way before they should have. From childhood obesity? No. <laughs> no. I'm so, sorry, I forgot you didn't think any of those jokes were funny. I didn't like them. I, I really did not like them. Um, so anyway, they choose numbers to decide the order of the cake selection. Um, By picking then, overly long candles from a cake. They were so long, like... It was like um, unnecessarily long, unless you only are allowed one box of 
candles for your entire family for your lifetime, and you have to keep like See, getting them out every birthday or. See, and I thought they were like, "Oh my god, we forgot to buy candles." They sent a production assistant out to TJ Maxx, <laughs> and that was the only box of candles that they had there. And he brought them back, and they're like, "Well, I guess we have to use these." I could see that because you know TJ Maxx get the max from the minimum. But the other, the other crazy, <laughs> the other crazy thing is they rushed the candles, which there's no benefit because it's random. Yeah, there was no benefit to being the first person, and they people were shoving each other out of the way to get at those candles. Oh, I didn't see a rush to the candles, but yeah, that that w- is ridiculous that they would rush because yeah. it is so random. But the other thing that seemed out of character, or maybe more like care in character, that we just they've been kind of having a facade of like this educator that is for the children, Wuta. Drops the F-bomb so many times. And he drops the F-bomb because he learns he's number 10. Well, he's not a good baker. No, he's not. But come on, Wuta. You're better than that. And nobody picked the Principessa cake. It's true. Dummies. Or the Red Velvet cake, which seems like a really easy cake, but you could wow with it. Yeah. Um, I The Red Velvet cake and the carrot cake seem about on the same level to me no yeah 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 i mean i i didn't understand the judges also gave people more credit if they picked a more difficult cake and the easier cakes they went um harder on but some of the cakes that i felt like were easy the judges felt like they were maybe more difficult and vice versa so i was confused it's true yeah i agree so do you want to get into, like, let's just go in the order of the numbers. Like sure. Who picked. Okay, so Dorian gets to pick first. She decides the champagne cake. And how endearing was it why she chose that cake? Yes, her mom had died of breast cancer, and so she chose the pink cake in honor of her mom. And it was a very pretty cake, too. Beautiful. And she used to watch MasterChef with her mother, um, and I just like the fact that she picked it because of the color, not because it was a champagne cake. Mm-hmm. Um, but her cake looked beautiful. And you you mentioned we used to get champagne cakes from a place here in Seattle called Morphe's Cakes. Yeah. Which I don't know if they exist anymore. They do. They, st- they exist, but they tore down the old location on the corner next to that. Um, Teeny Biggs. Yeah, Teeny Biggs and the costume, like... Champion. Costume yeah, champion. champion. Champion, yeah. So they relocated. They're on First Avenue, I think. Oh, still. okay. Um, and he was grumpy. You Very know, no grumpy. shade. He was grumpy, but his cakes were good. Yes. Um, so back to Dorian. Um, they the judges give her terrific feedback. Um, they said Joe says it's luscious buttercream. Um, and then they show the judges kind of like going back for more bites. Yeah, after after the judging, they were yeah. still eating. Yeah. So, spoiler alert, because I can't hold it in. She wins. Yes. <laughs> and she gets $5,000 worth of like home like it, appliances. I know, for uh, countertop appliances. I know. I was so just great. so happy for her. She gets immunity. She's in the top 10. 
forever. <laughs> um, and it was just it was just such a tender win to me. It was. I wish uh, Chris to- Christina Tozzi had been there to witness it. I, I don't want to talk about Christina not being there because it made me sad. Okay. <laughs> um, so <laughs> next, Sarah chooses um, the berry cake. And she's surprised because it has a complicated Italian meringue frosting, which I've made before. It's kind of complicated, but it's not as complicated as they're trying to make it seem. Um, She says her cake looks like an eight-year-old made it. Um, It's a mess. But then the judges say you get more points because you chose a difficult, difficult cake. But I don't think she thought when she chose it, I don't think she realized it was going to be difficult. No, I don't think she realized it was as difficult as it was. Yeah. And then we hear Aaron, or I'm sorry, Aron, sorry, Aron, um, pulls out the dictionary of the day word, and he says it tastes better than it looks, and it's redolent with berries. Yes. He he used the word redolent. I have another phrase he used during this episode for someone else that uh, I will bring up as well. Okay. I just, he's my favorite judge. I have to say, so far this season, he by far is my favorite judge. I think he is on point with the fashion. I think that he's giving good feedback. There's a good balance of constructive criticism as well as like praise, but not over the top praise. And it feels like... Gordon and Joe both are like too extreme with the praise as well as the critical feedback. Yeah, in the judging part of it, he I, I agree with you, but Gordon is the best during the coaching part of the episode. Agreed, agreed. Okay, so Micah has coconut, mm-hmm. uh, picks that. Um, we learned something new about Micah. What's that? That he <laughs> is an artist. Yeah. And he's done palette work. Yeah. Which I'm not an artist. I did go to art school for a little while, and I had a career in, like, kind of the arts. I've never heard of palette work before, so (laughs) I learned something new. Well, I've worked in a warehouse, and I've also done palette work. (laughs) Me too. I have too. (laughs) I have emptied palettes. I've moved palettes. I've built flipping furniture and fixtures out of palettes, but... That's a different time. But I like that Gordon threw a little shade by calling him a pot washer. But it was a backhanded way because he said something like, well, I can't believe a pot washer made yeah. this cake because it tastes so good. He was hyping him. Yeah, he was. Um, so Fred chose the German chocolate cake. He says he wants to excel so he can open a bakery with his parents. Um, oh, Fred. <laughs> He just, he just needs, like, a dorky partner. Like, somebody who is kind of dorky like he is. Maybe, maybe slightly a, less dorky. Well, or in a different field. And just, they can be happy partners together. And I, I also like that Joe had to throw in, if I were German, I'd say, das gut. Ugh, Joe. I, I'm over him this season, but... Who would be a good replacement for him to judge? A- Christina Tosi, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Um, but anyway, Fred's cake looked really good. It did. Um, Aron says the coconut mixture um, is heavy, but he liked it enough that he took two bites. <laughs> so, you know, I like a good German chocolate cake. I know that's one of your favorites, too. Yeah. Um, and then Nick picks a Victoria cake, um, which 
I thought it was nice that I don't think he knew what it was. I think he picked it because it doesn't have any exterior frosting or icing. But he did, did decide to make his own jam, and I think that was the saving grace for yeah, him. Yeah, because it looked terrible. Well, Aron says it looks like a hamburger. Yeah, and <laughs> it did look like a hamburger. Oh, are you from Toledo? <laughs> Hamburgs. Um, the sponge was also crispy on Nick's cake, but um, Aron likes the flavor of the jam. Gordon says he can do better. He is in the bottom three. Mm-hmm. And then, as kind of a side question, I asked you during the show, and you answered, is he forced to wear that Harvard sweatshirt? And I don't know, but it sure seems like he has cast himself, or they have cast him they have as cast him. Harvard guy. But I also have to say, I don't remember who he is if he doesn't wear the Harvard shirt. Okay. I remember who he is, but um, we learned something else about him in the next episode, which I was surprised and I was kind of tickled by. So um, we... He's go- a treasure hunter in his spare time. <laughs> No, I'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, so <laughs> He's Bruce, discovered a cure for the common cold. Oh, did he discover airborne in the netty <laughs> yeah. bottle? Um, thumbs up to the netty <laughs> bottle, not sponsored. So, Bree selects carrot cake, um, and it does have a longer cook time, so she's got to hurry to get it into the oven. And Joe is, like, such an a-hole. I think he was just an a-hole because he said he's disappointed that she selected an easy cake. There's another cake that's called a hummingbird cake. But in my opinion, the hummingbird cake is much like a southern version of a carrot cake, just without the carrots. With hummingbird instead. (laughs) Yeah, with... Oh, what did you... When the cat next door, Kitty Hawk, used to capture and eat the hummingbirds, what did you say about their tummies? Well, they were full of delicious sweet nougat. (laughs) I know, because I cried when the hummingbirds were captured and and eaten, but you made me feel better when you said that. (laughs) So, um... Back to Brie. She said she's embarrassed and horrified um, because it doesn't look great, but she hopes the flavor is there. They don't like the way it looks. Aron Sanchez, uh, I agree with him when he said those carrots look like Play-Doh mm-hmm. because they did. Um, and then the judges ask Brie, what does a carrot cake need? What is it known for? And she says, carrots? Which I think that's what my answer would have been, too. But they all say in unison, frosting. Yeah. And they're kind of right, too. Because the carrot cake is just a vessel to carry frosting to your mouth. That delicious, tangy, sweet cream cheese frosting. (laughs) Mm, Yum. Um, She's in the bottom three for the second week in a row. Okay, so should we... And they also said it was the consistency of pudding. Yeah, a couple times they bring yeah. that up. Joe said that. So should we talk about um, Noah with his guns ablazing in the opera, opera cake where he says he's here to rock and roll? The opera cake he made looked like a failed boxed cake. Oh, like a Duncan Hines. Yeah, like you had made one and then um, you had half-assed the box cake. Yeah. And then and you frosted with just like a, a metal spoon. Like you scooped it out and then just yeah. kind of smoothed or it on. Or used with a, a fork because you couldn't find a knife. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, okay, so I would thought that this maybe should have been bleeped, but I'm not up on my slang. But Noah said, it's not up or shut up time. He, he did. Is that dirty? It sounded dirty to me. Well, not if you're a squirrel. <laughs> Squirrels nut up all the time. I don't like those squirrels. They're stealing the crow's peanuts. <laughs> so uh, this was this was the one where Aron uh, pulled out his uh, word of the day calendar again. And it's, he looked at that horrible cake and then said, hopefully flavor will circumvent aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they pretended as though it did. I don't know if it really did. The thing that bothered me was that the judges, it just seemed like a blatant lie because Gordon Ramsay says, oh, he burnt his ganache. There is no way you can burn a ganache on a double boiler unless all of the water boils out, evaporates from the bottom pan, and you have the flame turned up so high, it's like you're working at a Chinese restaurant with a professional wok. Like, you can't burn a ganache. I think what happened was a little water got into it, so it seized up. Um, because Claire from the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen kind of makes it look like it's kind of easy to make ganache. And she's a superstar, I must say, but it, it's certainly not as difficult as old Noah and the judges were trying to make it seem. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never had opera cake, but um, everything that they listed that opera cake should have, it did not have. I thought the flavors, it had coffee. I thought it did. Well, they said it was a good mixture of whatever and whatever, but I mean, from the aesthetic standpoint. Yeah, Aron said he suffers from overambition too, which I agree, but I think... I know that I've had opera cake more more than once, and we were talking about going to Las Vegas. I think we've maybe had it, like you maybe had a little bit of oh. a bite of one. Um, also, I wanted to ask you, what's the most difficult thing Noah's ever done in his life? Um, I think make that opera cake. And then what did you say when he said that? He said a very easy life. Yeah, right. If that's his, his trauma <laughs> moment. Yeah, right. And he's worked with um, raw sewage. And feces. Well, that, manage, yeah. Manner. Okay, so Jamie, who continues to, like, go to the top for me. I love this man. I wish he was our neighbor. I would like to live next to him and his family. I hope he has, like, a lovely wife or partner, a lovely husband or wife, no children, maybe a pet. Um, but he selects Black Forest and tells us... Um, he knows this is his Achilles heel, but he kind of pronounces Achilles heel almost like Achilles heel. I heard Achilles heel. Okay. Um, he also says, I know this cake is what's going to send me home. Yeah. And um, he's wrong. He's way wrong because his cake looked delicious. Um, they like the flavor. Um, he even got a good job from Joe. Yeah. And, and I have to say, um, we were talking about how they probably give them um, recipes and instructions for the different cakes. And I think, uh, Jamie is smart enough to just plain follow a recipe. Right. Yeah. He also, it looked like it was, um, whipped cream he used for like the frosting part, which is always a good, um, good idea for a cake. Cause you can't go wrong with whipped cream. Yep. 
So Suba, with his upside-down pineapple cake, gets a good boy from Gordon Ramsay when he turns the cake out onto the stand. Which Gordon Ramsay makes him do in front of Gordon Ramsay. And he's, Gordon's, <laughs> yes, and he's kind of like shouting, well, when are you going to, like, go ahead, go ahead and do it. Yeah. So, and he does, and it's, it looks like a pineapple upside down cake. Well, Zuba thinks it looks better than the sample cake they gave him, and he loves his own caramelization. <laughs> good, good for so. It, he did put rose water in it, though. Oh, jeez. No, I'm joking. He didn't. Uh, not wait, wait. We have more rose water coming. So Joe likes it, but argue, has a fake argument with Gordon about how simple it is. Then we go on to Wu Tub with the hummingbird cake. Um, we've already talked about that. Gordon says it's delicious. Um, and then Gore, then Aron says something offensive about um, children. What and does he say? He said something like, he's going to miss this like a fat kid misses cake. Like when the cake went away. Mm. I, I, I'm paraphrasing. That might not be a quote. But I was like, leave overweight children out of this whole thing. Like... I don't like it at he, all. He wouldn't say that on MasterChef Junior. I would hope. I would hope he'd stop saying it in total. Let's not. Let's not body shame anybody at any age, but especially children. Sherry picks the devil's food, and we learn she made her own wedding cake. I love her so much. Yep. Um, I love her. Her cake looks great, and she gets awesome feedback. Um, from the judges. So right now I'm kind of hoping Jamie is in the finale sh- with Sherry, maybe somebody else. Um, but Noah. I think he might make it far, but um, anyway. Or, or Sarah. Yeah, I think so. I like Sarah. I do. Yeah. Um, so uh, Renee squeals um, when she's she's the gets the last pick, but the cheesecake is still there. So she squeals because she um, is so excited to have it. Um, but she also learns that um, that cheesecake in the MasterChef um, kitchen is way better than the dense one she makes at home. She even decides to start over during the cook because she made her crust too tall. Well, and then she makes crust with no butter. Well, she thinks she's brilliant because she decides to remake it, but like you said, the crust has no binding agent. Yeah, so it's just, um, well, they call it cookie crumbs, but it's actually cracker crumbs. Yes, like graham cracker crumbs. It looks so bad that when they slice it, we get a dear, oh dear from Gordon. And then he pushes his finger into the pile of sandy graham cracker crumbs and pushes it around. Yeah, plays with it a little bit. Um, they say they like the fill, the taste of the filling okay, um, but Joe has nothing nice to or positive to say about her cheesecake. And in this instance, I'm on Joe's side. And she also starts to fake cry, which I cannot stand. Brie cries also during this week's episodes, but her tears are real. Sarah wells up a little bit. They're real. Everybody is allowed to have emotion. We should express it. Um, But I'm not for the fake tears. And Gordon cuts it off immediately. Do you think um, Joe was thinking about saying, even a fat kid wouldn't eat this cheesecake? Oh, gosh. I hate that. Let's not talk about that. (laughs) 
anymore. So what I have to say is goodbye, Renee. Goodbye. She left. Thank goodness. I've never been so wrong about a contestant. I loved her the first couple episodes. And then I was like, whoa. Who's on Real Housewives that said goodbye, Kyle? Ken. That's what I said in my head in Ken's voice. Goodbye, Renee. Good, goodbye, Renee. Oh I can't goodness. do it. <laughs> okay, so anything else for that first episode? No, that was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. I'll try to not be so wordy <laughs> during macarons? Macarons. Um, so small desserts, big problems. Candace Nelson's there from Sprinkles. We talked about that. Fake mom. Fake mom. <laughs> Fake mom, stepmom's there. Um, <laughs> Noah calls them macarons. It was weird. Which I believe that's how it's the, because macaroons are a different kind of cookie. Yeah, macaroons are, well, what I found out though was in this um, episode, almost everybody called, that's the American way to pronounce it, macaroon. Um, it typically is a coconut cookie, but now it's like, you know, a macaron. Um, but I do, I do feel like they made uh, an intentional choice to call them macaroons in this episode. And even Gordon, all the, most of the judges call it that. Um, there are a couple contestants that use the French, French pronunciation. So Dorian's up on the balcony. She's super happy. She can take a deep breath. Um, Sherry, we learn, makes dozens of these a week, and she pronounces them macarons. <laughs> um, they have an hour to make two flavors, and only six of each. I thought it was 12 of each, but six of each. Um, and then we learn that halfway through the bake, Joe expects each color to reflect the flavor after they're baking. Yeah, which is um, seems like common sense. Yeah, Seems like if you were just making up stuff to say about uh, macarons, you'd be like, perhaps the flavor should match the color. Or the other way around. The color should yeah, match the flavor. Would, yeah. They should taste sweet. <laughs> they should. <laughs> they should be <laughs> Delight <a> the tongue. <laughs> um, not savory. I wonder if anybody's ever made. I'm sure they have. Oh, yeah. Except. Okay, so Dorian's up on the balcony, and this is what I love about her. You know I love her. I want her in the top, too. She says, come on, Suba. And you remember that they've had, like, a a conflict in the past, and she really is rooting him on, and she's really rooting Bri on, which I thought was interesting. So Noah says he's sifting, or shifting instead of sifting, I mean, he has all those fumbled fingers. I think it's because his hands are big. I don't know, but he's like fumble finger. Um, His also do not look good. They look like poo with the poo emoji when he's piping them. He makes a raspberry something or other and a coffee. Um, He also says his are aesthetically unappeasing, Mm -hmm. which I thought was weird. He's in the bottom. Yeah. Well, a lot of them were in the bottom. Yeah, there, there, there were. But Jamie is not in the bottom, but he was worried. He had no experience, but we learned that Jamie is a Christmas freak. He loves Christmas. His nana or his grandma made meringues when he was growing up, and he's thinking of the meringue when he's making his macaroons. Um, 
He also had to switch gears because the color he selected, he thought it was going to be red and he was going to make a mint and chocolate. It turns out to be like purpley color. So he decides to do a berry. Um, and then Dorian says he, um, he doesn't need to fish for a living. He should open a bakery. Huh. Yay, go Jamie. Um, he made a vanilla latte and a raspberry. Um, and Candace, the, the judge, the f- fake mom, evil mom, stepmom, hmm. um, says she loves the way they look and they taste good. He gets to go upstairs. Hey. Yay. So Brie pronounces them macarons. Um, she makes a mint or mint chocolate and an orange chocolate. She totally struggled during the cook. Yeah. Well, I think I said this to you afterwards. One of the reasons I don't like these um, really short time baking challenges, I don't really enjoy people watching people do things that they're not good at. Yeah. And I think they the time frame was short enough that An even hour. people that were really good at it would have made mistakes. Yeah. So. It's it's not that fun to watch someone because no. I mean they just basically made people cry and yeah and I think that she's probably cooked macarons before and she's done well so we get tears from her but we have um, Dorian on the balcony rooting her on which was nice so Fred made one that has black sesame and something and then cinnamon this is his challenge to succeed at. Um, they look really good, but we get a cliffhanger because Gordon Ramsay says, my goodness me. We return from the commercial. He gets awesome feedback. He gets to head up to the balcony, um, and then they tell him to take that box up for to share with Dorian. <laughs> I thought it was funny because during the bake, um, Gordon Ramsay told him his, he thought his piping would be more confident. Miss that. Which I was like, that's a weird thing to say to somebody. <laughs> it is kind of weird. Poor Fred. He doesn't need that kind of feedback. Whisk with purpose. <laughs> yeah. Right. What's wrong with your piping? Um, so, in my opinion, Sarah made weird flavors. She did a blackberry and almond combo, and then raspberry and rose water, which is the first of many that we see. Um, they say hers are delicious. Take your macaroons up to the balcony. And then they show, like, kind of not like a dominant shot, but like kind of a side shot of Fred devouring one of hers. And kind of like in a soft-spoken voice, he's like, I love this. I love (laughs) it. It was almost like we were spying on Fred. That's often how I feel about Fred. I know. I want him to be in the top too, okay. like in the towards the end. There. You, I think you've mentioned five people you'd know, like to be in the top. I know. So Nick wants to redeem himself with rose water. No, I'm not sure if that's rose water or pistachio. But surprise, surprise! Not only is he at Harvard, he also has Persian, um, a Persian background. Why is that surprising? Because he hasn't brought it up. He's not cooked any Lebanese food. He's not talked about, like... So I was just really surprised. Huh. Kind of pleasantly pleasantly so. Well, it does give him something else to have a personality about, I guess. I think he needs it. Like, he's... There's more to this kid than the fact that he goes to Harvard. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. Um. So his shells stick the, to the silpat, which 
it's really hard to get something to stick to that silpat, so they must have been pretty bad. He puts them back in the oven after he already removes them. He's totally freaking out. And then after time's called, I don't know if you saw this, but he pounded his fist on the baking, the counter and like crumbled macaron, macaroons. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, I do. I don't like the signs, those, those signs of aggression. They're not healthy. Um, Gordon says, dear, oh dear. Um, but his passion fruit um, was a good curd, according to Aron. But he's in the bottom. Yeah, like most of the people. So do you, do you want to talk about um, Sherry, who's not in the bottom? Sherry, uh, Sherry cooked tons of these before, and hers were a dream. And they, yes. they look professional. They could be sold in a shop. And she is whisked up to the upper level by um, Macron Angels. Correct. And she also says this is the best she's felt since she originally got her apron. Sherry for the win. <laughs> Sherry. Go Sherry. I love her. Um, so Micah, he, I thought his lemon buttercream sounded good, but his shells were a mess. Um, and then um, the judge says... I think to Micah, like, you you have to make pairs or something. Well, because they were different size tops and bottoms. Yeah. And he's one macaron short in this box. <laughs> Which sounds like it could be dirty. I don't know if it's dirty or insulting. It could be. <laughs> like, oh, gosh, she's one macaron short in her box. Like she's, means... she's a macaron short of a dozen. Oh, that means you're not very bright. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Um, so he's in the bottom. Um, so Aron gives Sarah great tips um, to quickly reduce her homemade jam. So he's like, get a bigger pan. Yay. But Sarah, who I really like, she does humble brag a little bit. Oh, yeah. And tell us about that. Um, she, she says she decided to do a marathon two weeks before the marathon and she did it with no specific marathon training. I'm assuming that she ran all the time and ran in the military all the time, but that with no specifically training for a marathon, she was just able to decide to do it and do it. Yeah. Which is impressive. It is impressive. I just, I want to listen to her podcast when she's allowed to spill those secrets about what she did in the military. I want to hear it. I just think she's maybe that show with Clara Danes mm-hmm. is based off of Sarah, minus like the extreme mental illness. The kookiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Suba forgets his colors, rushes to the pantry, and what flavor is he making? Uh, nuggets. Nuggets of rose water. <laughs> and orange. And orange. So I don't understand why he didn't just ask the other the home cooks, like, hey, do you guys have pink? Do you have orange? No, he decides he needs to mix up a color. Right. So he's on inked now, <laughs> using his color theory. <laughs> he's using color theory. And what does Dave Navarro have to say about it? He said they, they, they wished they were chicken flavored because they're nugget shaped. <laughs> Yeah, Candace, the the temporary judge, hope to God she's temporary. <laughs> she was on a Food Network, like, D-level show about cupcakes. I mean, come on. You can't compare her to Christina Tozzi, no. the goddess. Right. And she, I don't like that they were trying to. She looked great. She had a great outfit on, but no comparison. No. 
Christina Tozzi is a uh, an original. And OG. So, but Candace, like, n- that was pretty shady to Candace. But I don't have any problem with I Candace. I didn't have problems That's why I'm with saying, her. it's like, to me, it's, it's stepmom. Stepmom can be a great person. I know, it is but she's, stepmom. Stepmom is more on me, because I'm yeah. like, I'm like, well, you have to prove yourself to me. Yeah, you're right. Rather than, rather than the other way, where it's you're like, right. you know, it's like, I just felt like. Because if Christina never existed on this show. Yeah, she'd be great. I would be all for Candace. You'd be like, you're thank right. goodness they had a female judge of any kind on this show yeah, you're right you're so right so sorry candace but she also says it's a macaron wrong macaron well she's a cupcake person yeah but i think that she was trying to like add a little humor to it by saying it was macaron yeah um he's in the bottom too tuba or tuba is yeah with his nuggets um, I don't want him to go quite yet because I find him entertaining. So Wuta wants to create an after-school cooking program, um, but he has no experience making um, macarons. All I can say is, if you're going on Master Chef, you have to know how to make a cake. You have to make uh, pat a shoe. Know how to make a macaron. Maybe know a good beef dish. Know how to butcher a fish? Like, there are some basics. What's the one pastry um, Wellington? Like, you got to know how to do a Wellington. Yeah. Um, But anyway, Wuta comes into it not knowing how to make a macaron. Just like Jamie. Yeah, but Jamie, I love him. (laughs) Hi, Jamie. (laughs) Would you fillet a fish for me? Um, So Candace says, um, oh, this is where Candace says you have to have the mates. Not with um, Micah, sorry. Um, so Wuta presents an incomplete box, um, and says the reason why is because he didn't want to have a box of garbage. The other ones had boxes of garbage. Yeah. But they were complete. He only had seven. Yeah. And then they really go in on him about how sweet they are. Um, Candace says they're they're shockingly sweet, but Gordon says sickly. (laughs) Like Lisa Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, from the housewife? Yeah. No. Ken's wife. Um, so he's in the bottom two with Suba, and we have to say, goodbye, Wuta, goodbye. <laughs> Poor Wuta. <laughs> Wuta. Wuta at least has a life. He has a life. I think he's, like, I think he, he started Spiral. Um, I'm not sad to see him go, but I wish him all the best. I wish he, uh... Wish he had been able to cook more vegetarian dishes. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so that was the episode. The top ten now exists. Top um, ten for season what season is it? And and there's a there's a uh, team challenge the next episode. And uh, the only spoiler that they had is uh, Suba burned something terribly. I wonder if it was ganache. I think it was um, iceberg lettuce. <laughs> Bye. Bye.